O God, the giver of every gift that endures, only by your grace can we rightly understand the wonder of life and why it is given. By the word of your Son, challenge our foolishness, confront our greed, and shape our lives to the wisdom of the gospel. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. The word vanity in the book of Ecclesiastes is translated as a puff of air, really nothing at all substantial. The author of Ecclesiastes is going to make us rethink the stuff we worry about. A reading from the book of Ecclesiastes. Vanity of vanities, says the teacher. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. Sometimes one who has toiled with wisdom and knowledge and skill must leave all to be enjoyed by another who did not toil for it. This also is vanity and a great evil. What does a person get from all their toil and strain, their toil under the sun? For their days are full of pain, and their work is a vexation. Even at night, their mind does not rest. This also is vanity. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the passage that follows from the letter to the Colossians, St. Paul is going to encourage us to think about the aspects of our old life, our life without Christ, which we need to get rid of to be fully alive. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Brothers and sisters, If you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever in you is earthly, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have stripped off the old self with its practices and have clothed yourselves with the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge according to the image of its creator. In that renewal, there is no longer Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, and free, but Christ is all and in all. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to share the inheritance with me. He replied to him, Friend, who appointed me as your judge and arbitrator? Then he said to the crowd, Take care to guard against all greed. For though one may be rich, one's life possessions does not consist of possessions. Then he told him a parable. There was a rich man whose land produced a bountiful harvest. He asked himself, what shall I do? For I do not have space to store my harvest. 
And he said, This is what I shall do. I shall tear down my barns and build larger ones. There I shall store all my grain and no other goods. And I shall say to myself, Now as for you, you have so many good things stored up for so many years. Rest, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool this night, your life will be demanded of you. And the things you have prepared, to whom will they belong? (laughs) Thus will it be for all who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich in what matters to God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to the Lord Jesus Christ. Ruha, Holy Spirit, open our hearts so that the seed of the word will take root in us and bear fruit. Seek after the things that matter to God. Then you will have life. There was a Garfield cartoon. You know, Garfield, everybody's favorite cat. Well, there was this cartoon. It it shows Garfield struggling to get out of bed. And it's just one of those mornings. And he sort of crawls his way to the bathroom. And he takes... He takes a shaver, an electric shaver, and he starts to shave. John hears the sound of his shaver, and he walks in the bathroom, and he says to Garfield, What? And Garfield looks at him and says, "Eh, For a minute or two, I forgot I was a cat. (laughs) That happens to us. We forget who we really are. We become so convinced that the values of the world are the most important things that we forget that instead of the values of the world, we should seek the values of God. It's not who we are and and what we own and how big a house we live in. What's really important is that you and I are the daughters and the sons of God. Seek after the things that matter to God. The story that Jesus tells, that parable, is a powerful story about piling up material things in our lives. It's not that material things are bad. It's just that after a while, they can take over who we are. We're all excited about back to school, aren't we? And what I find amazing about the back to school advertising, first of all, advertising is so doggone loud. It just, the commercials blare at us. And what I've noticed about the back to school stuff, it's not about books or pencils or notebooks, it's all about clothes. If you have the right clothes, you're going to be happy and successful students. I look at those commercials and I think, 
I went to Catholic school. Uh, the clothes we wore uh, was a white shirt, a blue tie, and blue pants. And to be honest, we never danced about it. We never danced about going back to school. What a strange, strange picture this presents of life in our world, life in our culture. You'll do well in school if you look good. There are so many ways that we're, we're tempted by advertising. It continues to point to us, this is what you need. If you have this, you'll be happy. If you have this product, you'll be successful. If you pile up this stuff in a bigger barn, you're really going to be much, much happier. But it's not true. We know that. That stuff can, that barn that the guy builds in the story, that barn can catch fire and burn to the ground. And then, then what? What good was it, huh? Seek the things that matter to God. What a powerful, powerful lesson for us. Seek the things that matter to God. Nellie Dixon died. She was 90-some years old. She and her husband never had any kids. They were from a very small family. She had some grandnieces and grandnephews but they didn't know Nellie, really. Nobody came to her funeral. And Nellie never made any preparation for when she was going to die. Nothing about a will, nothing about an estate, nothing. Well, it came time, after a few months, it came time for the estate to pay taxes so they sent in an auctioneer, some people to help gather the stuff. And these strangers walked through Nellie's house, picking up what could be sold at auction. They found her wedding ring. It was one of those wide bands. If you would have said to Nellie in her lifetime, I love your ring. I'll give you $1,000 for it. Nellie would have looked at you, shook her head and said, oh no. This ring is a symbol of my 65 years with my husband. The 65 years we had of love and caring about each other. If you gave me a million dollars for that ring, I wouldn't sell it to you. The auctioneer saved that ring for the last, the last part of the auction. And when he smashed down the gavel, he said, the ring is sold for $2. Was it the value of the ring? Or was it a deeper value? The love that that ring symbolized 
in Nellie's life and in the life of her husband. Seek, seek the things that matter to God. There's a story about a very rich merchant. And this very rich merchant had this burning in his heart that there was, he was missing something and he needed to find it and, and he decided to go to the home of a hermit, a hovel in the woods, to find out the, the secrets of God, the values of God. And the hermit welcomed him into his hovel, sat him down and, and made tea. And then the hermit began to pour the tea into his visitor's cup. Half full, full to the top, full to overflowing. And the merchant, the visitor said to the hermit, it can't take anymore, it's too full, there's no room anymore. And the hermit said to him, so it is with your life. It's too full. Too many things. You have to allow yourself to be emptied out. To make room for God. So we come to the Lord's table. We can drag in all the things that are worrying us. All the stuff that we have to do all the things we want to buy, all the clothes we're going to make our senior year in high school, the, the best year ever. We can bring all that to communion. But that's really not going to help, is it? We use the liturgy to let the Lord empty us so that we can be filled with the presence of the one who loves us who gave his life to set us free. Don't fill your life with things, with stuff. Seek after the things that matter to God. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.